What's going on everybody? I am Audrey Paul and this is There It Is. What's going on y'all? Again, this is Audrey Paul with Skills Plus Entertainment and this is our podcast, There It Is. So what I want to get into right now is a couple weeks back, some local news for you is that the Shreveport Farmers Market they cut everything down. But you know what's still going on? The Bossier Farmers Market, that's still going on right now. And for all our football fans and world news, we are actually starting off the first week, I repeat, the first week of the NFL season this Thursday. All right, so for all the fans, uh, especially the fans close to my heart, those Atlanta fans, we will play this Sunday at 12 o'clock. Um, we have other people in our crew that, um, they're not Falcons fans, they Detroit, uh, Dallas, maybe some, some other New Orleans fans, but I'm not gonna get into that, that's, that's all right. Um, but remember, myself, I'm a Falcons fan. All right, y'all, and now for Corvell and the riddle of the day. George, Helen, and Steve are drinking coffee. Bert, Karen, and Dave are drinking Pepsi. Following the pattern. Is Elizabeth drinking coffee or soda? Ooh, that's a hard one. But if you stick around, there might be a surprise later on. But what I want to do now is get into our special guest today, owner of These Beans and financial literacy advocate, Denise Chanelli. Hello. So nice to meet you and be here. Nice to meet you and thank you for coming on. It's an absolute pleasure. We've done a lot of research on the things that you have been doing, and it is amazing. But before we get into that, I want to know a little bit more about you. Um, about me is uh, I love an open stalker relationship, <laughs> like you just uh, divulged. So that I, now I know. <laughs> um, please keep clicking on my website. <laughs> of course, of course, definitely. About me, I grew up in San Diego and spent 25 years there and then moved to Houghton. I worked at, uh, in retail, I was in management, I started, this, I'm moving around, I'm opening stores. Fast forward into uh, 10 years ago, all right? I did the retail thing. Okay. I, I had a couple of home-based businesses, like I did some MLMs earlier in, uh, in my uh, 20s and things like that, but um, I had a sports team uniform business out of my house. I was ordering uniforms for softball teams and baseball teams and had a heat press and all the, all the things. You just, you name it, I had letters and t-shirts and all that stuff. So I, I actually want to touch on that because all these things that you just mentioned is all entrepreneurial. <laughs> so was that like already in your veins? Did you get that from your parents or how did that come about? I didn't really get that. My mom was a stay at home mom for most of the time. Um, my dad worked for himself. He's a carpenter and um, I don't know where it came from. It's just, it, 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't mind working for other people and having mm -hmm. bosses mm -hmm. and things like that. That's not a like that's not a problem of mine. I just have a takeover personality. So then I want to know about financial literacy. Was that something that was an issue younger, and then you thought about that and kind of brought it up, or how did that work? I will not take responsibility for the financial literacy project in the D's Beans. 
Uh, my daughter Miranda is a huge fan of Dave Ramsey and all of his works, credit cards, debt, loans, student loans, all interest rates. All he talks about all that stuff, and we can't get ahead of ourselves enough to get to the point where we can say, hey, you don't have to rely on the bank. Exactly. Uh, but we're all taught that we should rely on the bank and there's not enough of us talking about financial literacy. Um, there are only a few states in the nation that teach it in their schools. So what if we're not learning how to use our money in school, what are we learning in school? I've been bartering for 10 years and with clients and people and didn't even really realize it until you have to put that definition into somebody's brain or the frame of mind into their everyday life and how they're functioning and things like that. Yeah, because just like you said, a lot of people just think about it has to be money. There's no other way that you could get these services, you could get this uh, coffee or anything like that. But then when you bring that up and people are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that, that could work. How about we do this and, you know, we both win. Um, a lot of people don't think about that. So I, I like that you brought that up. And you said it wasn't in the blood. It didn't get taught by the parents, but I believe it was in the blood. All these different things that you're talking about, I mean, entrepreneurial, building all these different businesses. So tell me how you came up with these beans. Oh, my gosh. Um, I had wanted to start a food truck because I love to cook. I love to cook for my friends. And I was doing brunches for anywhere from 15 to 25 of my friends once a month. And then I was like, food truck makes sense. Give everybody my food. And then I was like, but everybody likes coffee. Dee's Bean started from that idea in 2020 and uh, emerged in, into a cold brew ready to drink. It just makes sense. And what it is now. And now it's also her own line of coffee beans and um, all the other things that go along with the fundraiser, the business gifts. You can customize it for wedding favors if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. yeah, we can do anything with this bag of coffee. And it's fresh, roasted, and it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So how does the process work then? Through these beans, how does the fundraiser process work? If somebody wanted to come in and do a fundraiser, how, do they, how does that work? We'll make a bag of coffee with your label, your logo on it, and run with it. And then when you give this bag to the person that bought it from you, they're looking at your school, your organization, whatever you're raising money for, for at least three weeks. I mean, some people drink coffee every day. This might only last a week in your house, but you're advertising in somebody's house for a week minimum. That's true. And then on the back, it's your message, not Dee's Bean's message. So whatever you guys want to tell anybody, you want to put a QR code on there that takes them to your website, to your anything organization, there it is. And then we'll put a little teeny tiny thing that says Dee's Bean's on the back and Special Reserve Coffee Roasters because, well, I mean, you know, yeah. We kind of got it there. Yeah. So, um, which means the coffee is completely fresh. Completely fresh. Because she's not going to roast me a bunch of coffee. Um, I think this school might sell 350 bags. No, they did sell 350 and she will roast it within a few days, fresh, and then I deliver it. Wow. Yeah. So, what is these beans doing right now? Right now, Dee's Beans has been on several pivots. Okay. Cold brew, ready to drink, put it in a bottle, 
labels, change the label, fix the label, put the... This stuff has 400 calories in it. We can't do this. 420 to be exact in a bottle of 12 ounces of cold brew, ready to drink, delicious, what everybody's going to want. I can't sell that. My conscience can't let me do that because I didn't drink sugar. I don't eat dairy. I don't do all of that. I'm on a health journey. Yeah. At the beginning, of, like before Dee's Bean started, I was on this health journey and to be well. And I can't sell 400 calorie sugar laced product to my friends. Yeah. And, then, and then tell them, hey, you know what sugar does to you, don't you? I can't do that. So pivot, huge pivot. Now we're down to 40 calories. How did I do that? Wow. Monk fruit and uh, dairy free. Wow. It's not easy. My daughter Miranda, she was like, hey, we can bring people in, teach them how to build systems in a company, in a business, teach them how to be working for themselves, how to take their ideas and empower them to, hey, it's okay if you have an idea for a business, you can make it happen. You can make anything happen. Yeah, People are selling rice with pictures on it. You remember the pet rock? <laughs> it's just something to do. Grasp out a straw, pull it, go with it. Mm -hmm. 25 years San Diego, yes. correct? Yes. Then came here, and then how did Bipsy play into that? I originally wanted to study psychology. I changed my degree to business and I got an associate's degree. I was like, well, I've been in business and retail. That makes sense. I'll just add to my experience. Well, since you brought that up, answer one question for me. If you had somebody that had a master's or a doctorate in something that you were looking for, but then you had somebody that had 10 years experience. Experience all the way. Sorry, the way. I have to talk. All the like, way. All the way. Yes. Experience. I'm with you. I'm with you. Nothing is as valuable as experience. Mm -hmm. I loved college. I loved college. I was like, this is so easy. Why didn't I do my homework in high school? And I would have been out of there. No, it was so easy. Yeah. You were the president of what? Tell the me. band. I was the band Not nerd president. Band, Not right? just any band, but the bits. And I want you guys to know that when the band first started at Bipsy, it was just a rehearsal practice on Thursday nights. We played at the basketball games, and it was a lot of fun. I started playing the clarinet when I was in the first grade. I asked for a piano. And I got a clarinet. Totally not the same. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh, and I didn't have my front teeth when I started playing. And you actually have to put your teeth on the, the mouthpiece yes. to get an appropriate. And until middle school, all the way up until middle school, I always wrapped my teeth around, my lips around my teeth on the mouthpiece. And then finally. 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 Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> so Dr. Michael Hart is an incredible, incredible instructor. Uh, uh, pioneer, he built that music program at Bipsy and did an in incredible, incredible job. Uh, you can major in music now because, and he, it, it, it's incredible what he did. Yes. Yes. Yeah, not enough people are talking about the music program at Bipsy. And, and now it's old news, but we're talking about in 04 when it first started. It was, it was just a rehearsal after, after in the evening. You just showed up. So your daughter, Yes, Miranda. Miranda. She is not only with you on these beans. 
she's on there with you and something else, correct? All, everything. I was one of the pioneers of the eyelash extension world in Shreveport Bossier. Wow. 10 years ago, yes. There was a few ladies uh, out there that were, uh, that took a huge leap and opened up um, studios, beauty studios, and were, they were doing their um, eyelash extensions. And uh, my best friend at the time, she's still a very, very best friend of mine, uh, she was like, say, there's this thing going on. We need to learn about it. I'm going to do it. I was like, great. I'll come help you. We originated as the Lash Queens, and then um, my daughter and I uh, moved to be Vanity Parlor, and we're located downtown. Shreveport, yes, we love, um, we love downtown. I have clients that I still see today mm -hmm. that I've seen for 10 years, for the 10 years, yes. And I see them every two weeks, for an hour a week, for an hour at a time, and um, I know that, oh, that's like when you go to your hair, no, your hairstylist only sees you every four to six weeks, maybe eight, because you don't wanna go, no, these ladies don't miss their eyelash appointments, and they come every two weeks, and the, uh, the relationship that we have with them, out of this world, the thing. So I'm gonna tell you a story, this tell past me. weekend, my youngest, Dominique, we were looking on uh, my laptop because her birthday's coming up in November, November 15th to be exact. And um, I don't know if you were the same, but when I was younger, I would build forts, right? In my, either my bedroom or out make a mess in the den or the living room, my parents would hate it. But it was just fun to me to just have like the little fort around me. So for her, She'll be 11 coming up this year. Uh, I went on Pitchfort and <laughs> I found a couple of things and she was so excited when she looked at it. And I was like, is this something that you would want to do? She was like, of course, yes. I would definitely want to do this. She was excited. So um, everybody me, wants to do that. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about Pitchfort. When did that start? The Pitchfort came about when I uh, peeped it on uh, social media and I saw, I just saw like big idea, just like my eyes just got huge and big and they're like Bugs Bunny eyes and everything going crazy and I was like, I need to do this. And that was in December of 21. I loved celebrating my daughter's birthday. Miranda had the best birthday parties and her birthday's also in November and it's right after Thanksgiving. And then when she got older, we'd always have slumber parties and there'd be 10, 15 kids at the house. It has been so much fun to shop and put themes together, take the pictures, uh, edit the pictures, mm -hmm. make the cute little Facebook posts and, and uh, I've had quite a few People host parties and they, the pictures that are come from the parties and the stories from all the little kids having the best time. It's all about the excitement. It is. Is it just for the children? Is that the clientele that you're looking for? The Pitched Fort is not only for children, it's for anyone of any age because if you want to customize a theme for a guy's night and you're doing, like if there's a batch party or a bachelorette party, uh, a tea party, I have a 16 foot outdoor bell tent that you can rent and uh, set up for a slumber party, a okay. tea party, any kind of anything. Okay. Anything. Oh, so we could come with anything. Anything. We can do together. a podcast in the tent, in the bell tent. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That would be pretty cool, actually. Why not? <laughs>
So you talked about so many things that you do. I mean, it's hard just thinking about all those things and keeping up with all that stuff. But you seem to be a mentor to others. Who's a mentor to you? Everybody. I'm learning from everybody. Instead of having blinders on like I did a few years ago and being like, I know, I don't need help. That was my motto in my head. I don't need help, I can do it myself. Wrong, wrong. These Beans was definitely a life learning lesson, not just for me, but my daughter, the friends that helped along the way. Uh, it brought her and I closer. My daughter and I are extremely close because of these Beans. So the beginning of it was for us to work on our relationship and then in the process we developed an amazing fundraiser program that has uh, had some movement with the local schools in the area. I helped a girl uh, fund some of her trip to Germany. I helped acquire a program in one of the local schools, raise money for sheet music and whatever, whatever they wanted to do. What do you do for self-care for you? Okay, my dog Fonzie is like the coolest dude in the whole entire world. What and kind of dog um, is it? he is a found me dog. Oh. He found me. He was like six or seven months old. Mm -hmm. uh, I lived over in Highland and he just walked up one day and I was like, my this was my oh man, I don't have time for you, bro. <laughs> 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 I love that dog so much. I love that dog so much. He's like six or something like that now. Yeah, and um, we take all we take our walks every day, three or four times a day, and like the mailman in the snow, sleet, rain, or whatever, <laughs> man, it's, it, he don't care. It's all about the kitty cats, and so yeah, he's the coolest dude. But I really do love to do road trips. I love to travel a lot, nice. um, and I will I will travel before I pay my bills. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> I will go on a trip before I pay my bills. Something for you. Yes. And the bills will be there when I get back. They will. Believe that. <laughs> Believe that. Okay. So if you could give your younger you some advice, what would it have been? Lose the ego, bitch. Lose it right now. It's not going to do anything for you. Like, I can get emotional about that right now. Lose the damn ego. Would you say that was kind of... Because I know a lot of people think of failure as a bad thing, but I believe that we learn from failure and learning from those things and then changing and going forward, I think that helps you. Would you say there was some failure back then because completely. of that? Oh, completely. I, com I failed yesterday because of something, you know, and it's just not my ego anymore. Oh, I fail every day. <laughs> I will not continue to talk about, oh, I was late. Oh, I forgot this. Oh, I messed up on that. That's just putting your failures out there. Just talking about, just you're putting your failures into the universe instead of, I woke up this morning. I, I'm, I got my coffee. I showered. I, you know, I brushed my teeth. Positive. I, all the things. Like, give yourself some credit. A lot of people always harden themselves because of those things. The amount of people that tell me, you are so hard on yourself, I'm like, dang, girl, give yourself a break. Look what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> Look how far you've come. So we have a little game that we like to play. Oh, good. Okay. It's called Name That Tune. Ooh! 
So we're going to play three songs. We're going to give you a little tidbit of each song, and you have to name it. You have to name the song and who sings it. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, well, that's easy. That's Pat Benatar. Hit me with your best shot. Mm. Nope. Oh, then it's, um, that's a get your motor running, uh, head out on the highway, right? What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing the words. Um, Born to be wild. Don't know who sings don't know it. Who sing it. Nope. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, I would take a guess and. Uh, Wolf. Uh, yeah, no, I would have never. Nope, not even in my noop. The first thing I think of is Michael Bublé, but I have no idea that one. Go further back. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions. So that oh, yeah. You know who that is? Frank Sinatra. How about that? Can you... Can you name the song? Not at all. <laughs> Come on, you guys. They're even. <laughs> I love your research that you guys do. This is great. The coffee song, the coffee riddle. I mean. All right, now song three. Okay. Whew, that's some early 80s rock. I knew you guys were going to hit me with some 80s stuff, too. I just did. No, nothing. Is that Alice Cooper? Okay. <laughs> oh, what's the song? I don't know. I'm not. I never really listened to Alice Cooper. School is out. <laughs> That's fine, though. That's fine. I know. This is fun. <laughs> I, I, failing. It's okay. <laughs> it is quite all right. We know for next time, right? No, that's one reason I never got on that show, uh, Name That Tune. Exactly. In, like, exactly. Yeah, those folks are savage, yeah. man. I will fail in, like, well. less than three seconds. <laughs> I know. It was a pleasure having you. I'm so glad I got to be here today and super pumped that um, you guys have this great podcast and uh, you're doing so it's really fun. You really put a lot of thought into it, and it's great. Thank you. It's all the team. I, I just sit here and talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell the audience where they can find you. These Beans, Vanity Parlor, and also the Pitchfork. Well, you can find us all on face all of those things on Facebook. Deesbeans.org for the fundraiser, business gifts, and wedding gifts. Uh, Vanity Parlor is on Facebook. Um, Vanity Parlor uh, Shreveport. And uh, the Pitched Fort is uh, on Facebook, uh, the Pitched Fort, and it's also thepitchedfort.com. And for all you that are watching out there, uh, please leave some comments. Um, we want to see how you felt about the show. We also want you to give some accolades and everything to Denise. Um, and there it is. See you next time. Thank y'all for still watching. I know a lot of y'all probably already cut off, but for those of you coffee drinkers that are still watching, what I want you to do is in the comments from the riddle of the day, I want you to put the answer and not just the answer, how you got the answer. If you do this, you get the answer right, you put the right comment in there saying how you got that answer, I'm gonna send you some coffee. So for the first person that gets the right answer and puts how they got it, in the comments, 
you're going to get some coffee delivered to you or mailed to you. One way or another, you're getting some coffee. These beans. All right. See y'all next time.